Well, here we go now. Who wants to get a little bit funky out there? Who wants to get a little creative out there, huh? Yeah. Which one of you wants to get a little bit artsy now? Well, then get on with your bad selves, yeah. Yo, yo, ho, everybody. How are you doing today? I bet you are stickity stinkity rinkity dinkity funky. I bet you're happy. I bet you're smiling. I'm so happy that you are here today. I'm smiling that you are here today listening to this. Last week was insanity. I moved Lindsay up to Washington. We took a gigantic road trip across the country Got to see some of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I mean, this country, the United States, has just some gems spouted about everywhere. And I guess we take some of them for granted being so close if we live here in the States. And I talk to people all the time who never make it out to any national parks, and it blows my mind. I try to go as many as possible, but I had never been to Yellowstone or the Tetons or the Badlands or Craters of the Moon National Park. That place is like Mars, by the way. But we took off, and and we hit these up, and we basically just weren't sleeping, and we were getting to campsites and crashing there for a few hours and getting up and moving. We, we had a limited amount of time. But I'll tell you what, the Tetons are just absolute... They're just miraculous. I mean, it, it'll blow your mind. It's like being in a miracle standing in front of them. I don't know how to to really explain it, you just got to go and you got to go see this because it's going to, it's going to make your head explode. You're not going to want to leave. And now I can finally understand why that is some of the most expensive property in the world because of those unbelievable Tetons and the lakes and the trails and the, the fresh air, the fresh, fresh air, the wildlife is just out of control. So I didn't get a chance to release the normal episodes this week. But what I wanted to do was share with you something that has really, I mean, it could be the best post I've read uh, by somebody else in as far as I can remember. Not necessarily from a point of, hey, this is going to change your life, but sort of a, from an angle of, this is how it is, and I completely agree with everything that Molly has to say in this article. Now, she was on the show. If you go back and listen to her episode, you can go to artsynow.com, hit Molly Knight Ford in the search bar, and it'll pop up her episode. I can't remember exactly what number it was. Um, I'll look it up for you here real quick. So she's, she's she's an amazing writer. And I read everything that she writes, and it's all incredible. And if you've ever read any of my creative quickies or listened to them, Molly writes a very similar style, but she's ahead of me. She's ahead of the game. She runs mindfulness and meditation retreats. She is an incredible piano player and teacher. And her episode with me, it's okay, it was episode 73. Go back and listen to it because it's phenomenal. Uh, she, She teaches basically how you have a choice to do anything in life and how to master the ability to make those choices and how to use mindfulness to get you that far. Well, Molly wrote this 
article called The Old Time Religion. Now, if, if you're religious and you're in an organized religion, I don't want you to take any of this offensively because that's not how she means it and that's not how I mean it by reading this. But there are some far deeper points in this article that I want everybody to listen to. And I apologize ahead of time because I never was the best vocabulary student and I'm probably not the best writer. But when I read this, it's not something that I wrote and it's not something that I kind of just made up on a whim talking. This is something that came from Molly's Muse. And so some of these words I may not be familiar with. I'm just pointing that out. I'm not perfect. Uh, but I but I do want to read this. I'm going to get into it right now. So this comes from Molly Knight Ford. And you can go to her website at mollyknightford.com. And that is Knight with K-N-I-G-H-T Ford, F-O-R-D-E. So Molly... I guess that could be spelled differently also. So M-O-L-L-Y-K-N-I-G-H-T-F-O-R-D-E dot com. Each year I take the time out for myself to regroup, to rejuvenate, and to question. As this blog is published, I am in the woods on a solo retreat. On the daily, I am driven to get small goals done, strive to make self-imposed deadlines, and push myself to new heights in both of my businesses. In addition to that, I hold learning in a high regard, so I read every day. My daily sitting meditation is my spiritual sustenance, my devotional connection to source, my dip into the sacred well of peace. I also take care of my body, my temple, by getting exercise, drinking clean water, and eating organic food, and of course, avoiding processed food of any kind. These things are rules by which I live by, but I am not obsessed with it. I know that there is a part of me that can get very identified with living the right life. Even spirituality can take on the self-righteous aspects of, look how, I de- look how devout I am. This is when spiritual practices can be a slippery slope. I am referring exactly to my practices and beliefs which exist to relieve guilt or to puff up our self-image drive our ambition, or get noticed for doing the right things. Sometimes our identification with our spirituality creeps up on us unrecognized. We're doing it for the right reasons. We know that it puts us in the balance with positive ramifications rippling throughout our lives. However, we can become so identified with our spirituality that it becomes spiritual pride. St. John of the Cross writes volumes on this subject, and so does Buddha. When we can choose right action at any given juncture in daily life, then we know our spirituality has infused our life and is acting upon us in the right way. Otherwise, we are not living in integrity. Choosing right action from our authentic selves creates growth. When we are awake, we are better able to walk the walk. It is the only way we can put theory into practice. I got disillusioned with religion long ago, feeling that it has turned our world upside down. The teachings of the great masters has been distorted for our own personal agenda and power and the result of our individual and collective identification. The other purpose it serves is to project our own shadow onto others, the self-righteous part, to convince ourselves of our own goodness. The more we bury things in the shadows, the more fundamental and extreme our religion becomes. 
intolerant of others, and isolating ourselves further from those that can't see or those that can't do. The sinners, even if we aren't out, outwardly condemning them. The very thing we seek to heal in a man becomes the cause of our separation from each other. Well, that's powerful. The very thing we seek to heal in a man becomes the cause of our separation from each other. We hide behind our religion. We practice it fervently that the shadows burst out at the seams, leaking sideways anger, binge eating, or even self-destructive behavior. We can make eating organic food or exercising our religion. We can make being rich and successful our religion. Even environmental causes and charity work can become religion. Does your religion represent your attachment to self-image, ambition, security, perfection, being good, or even being accepted? I ask you today, could you walk away from your religion if you had to? Does it hold for you your entire identity? Could you let go of your rigged beliefs and evergreen self-improvement schedule, your agendas, and your glorified purpose and imagine who you would be without it? This week, just let go. Even if it's for a short period of time, and imagine. Take a step back to question if you have made your spiritual practices or ambitions your religion. Take a personal day to do nothing. Absolutely nothing. Throw a wrench in your ever-productive schedule. Take two hours to sit in contemplation on who you would be without your attachment. Walk away from the pressing needs of your desk. Take a walk. Ask yourself what is really important. Ask yourself if you indeed are identified with doing well, being spiritual, being the best, attaining enlightenment, helping others being a good person, etc., etc. When you are identified with something you think is good, it can get turned upside down. It boosts the ego, not the soul. When it separates you from others, something has run quite amok. Probably stepping on some corns this week. I hope it will get you questioning. Love, Molly. See what I mean? It's amazing. It's powerful. I highly suggest you go to her website and subscribe to her blog because I love all of it. I know she is launching a brand new website very soon. Uh, so this one will be merged to that. But I wanted to share that with all of you and I hope that you can take that to heart. Think about what your religion is and think about if everything that you identify yourself with is part of this religion. Don't be disillusioned. Uh, do something amazing. Be thankful for who you are and who you can become. It's never too late to change. It's never too late to stand up and begin working on whatever it is that is going to make your life as meaningful as possible. Help others and they will want to help you. Service everything and everybody because that's what brings the magic back around. I hope you all have an incredible rest of the week and I look forward to releasing some new episodes next week. I got one coming up with the founder of an amazing uh, minimalist phone that's coming out to help you optimize your focus and eliminate distractions. Have a good weekend. Peace.